Welcome to the WealthTech Winner Circle Podcast. In this podcast, we break down the technology challenges that are impacting today's financial professionals. Our goal is to identify these challenges and potentially uncover solutions across tech integrations, adoption, emerging technology, evaluating solutions, and more. Through this content, we hope to help professionals avoid common pitfalls and move their services towards an award-winning strategy for 2020 and beyond. Hosted by Tim Welsh, President Nexus Strategy and Consultant to the Wealthies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wealth Tech Winner's Circle podcast. Today, I'm joined with Linda Ding from Laserfish. Uh, Linda, welcome to the podcast. And maybe to get started, just tell us a little about yourself, your role at Laserfish, uh, what you oversee, and um, any other fun facts you want to share with our audience. Thanks, Tim, for having me. Hi, everyone. My name is Linda Ding. I'm Director of Strategic Marketing at Laserfish. Many of you have known Laserfish as the document management for the industry. We have been around for now over 32 years. It's been with the great company, I, myself, for 13 years. Just the day that we were ordered to stay home by the governor. That's the day I celebrated my 13th year anniversary with the firm. But things are going well on our end. Uh, the transitioning from on-site to workforce to a working remotely has been pretty smooth one. And so are for many of our clients. We have been very busy checking with our clients across the country. Many of them have been doing very well with their business continuity plan with remote access to critical documentations on the go pretty much from day one. I have to say, very exciting to see a surge of adoption of workflow automation by a lot of, the, a lot of our clients as a result of working from home. And a lot of the approvals through uh, the forms workflow, signing off, digital signature, that adoption of workflow is really pushing the entire industry, at least, uh, you know, for firms are uh, taking advantage of the situation, looking for new ways of growing their business and the most important to keep close contact with their clients in those uncertain times. That's great. Yeah, definitely. There's no time like now for Laserfish for sure. So this is the winner's podcast about the Wealthies, the WealthManager.com Industry Awards. And Laserfish has been a perennial winner year up year. And so in 2019, I believe it was for the RPA. Maybe tell us a little about the RPA initiative, the Robotic Process Automation, and how that's really helping advisors. And sort of what was the thought process that went into launching this great technology. Sure. Yeah, we were very excited to bring Laserfish uh, robots to the red carpet last uh, September in New York. So the idea of uh, robotic process automation, especially for streamlining a lot of the document-centric processing, is based on the fact that, you know, we have so many emerging applications for wealth management. You and I, we just came back from uh, Technology Tools for Today Advisor Conference. In San Diego, on the trade show floor, we have seen more than 100, 150 different new tools, anywhere from financial planning to portfolio management to CRM. And for an average advisory firm, they're looking at managing more than 20 different applications. So it's really putting a lot of uh, technology demand on the firms itself of tying all these applications together, making them working smoothly with each other. So the robotic process automation is designed to tie all those applications with minimized integration development work, taking a low-code, no-code approach for connecting the databases across all those applications and making sure advisors can focus 
on what's most important that is servicing their clients instead of uh, busy investing in connecting the points across multiple applications. So LaserFish robotic process automation allows advisors to configure software databases with just a, a couple of clicks on the screen without any development coding, be able to extract data from one application and update in another application, uh, vice versa, and launch a subsequent workflow with just a couple of clicks. So it's really powerful that we bring this uh, very advanced uh, workflow automation to the wealth management industry. That's fantastic. Yep, RPA was definitely a top winner for sure. Um, let's switch gears, maybe talk bigger picture. So in all your travels, talking to advisors, what are some of the biggest tech challenges you see that they're dealing with? So integration, as we discussed just now, is uh, top of the list when it comes to technology challenge. And typically, folks rely on open APIs, as well as pretty savvy technology development resources to make that connection happen. But in today's world, uh, software applications changes all the time, anywhere from a user interface to its internal capabilities. And at LaserFish, we are looking at the new version of release every single quarter, anywhere from uh, the way that document documents are being handled, how we recognize uh, the text on a document and launch subsequent uh, workflow, to how users uh, will be able to create a forms-based uh, workflow automations and do really creative reporting and to manage all the operational bottlenecks. So how can any average advisory firm who are not really a technology company keep up with all those technology advancements uh, is a big question, let alone connecting all those applications together. So I would say the biggest technology faced by the industry today is, again, through smart integration and connecting the points so that their operation can be more smooth. Yep, I think that's absolutely right. So along those lines, do you think advisors look at their tech strategically or more reactionally? I mean, in your mind, what else should they be doing differently? Well, traditionally, the industry has been pretty reactive. I think this is really driven by the fact that the industry, the ways we handle our businesses, the processes and procedures have been around for a while. So folks, especially who are established uh, their business based on uh, their knowledge of investment strategy, uh, not so much on the strategy of technology, trying to rely on what they know the best. However, as you can imagine, technology is advancing quickly among us, and level of adoption of various technology is really driven by the investors, right, who are so used to the ways of shopping uh, through their mobile application, especially now, we don't, you, you, we don't go out anymore, right, um, but we can do shopping, ordering essentials anywhere from eggs, milk, to vegetables, uh, to uh, any of the household items directly online at your fingertip. Those type of consumer behavior is really largely driven the quick adoption of uh, technology in wealth management today. In fact, I think one of the key trends we're seeing, and, and then now we're passing the point of no return now, is that uh, they want a much easier, much simpler ways of uh, managing a wide range of products and services 
of at their fingertips, be that a mobile device, iPad, or directly to the minimal from their desktop. So that is the current industry where we had been very reactive to technology selection without thinking about the long term what that might be looking like. Now it's driven largely by the consumer behavior, but also at the same time. We've seen a large merger acquisition activities because of the aging population of uh, of our advisors. A lot of uh, transitions, a uh, succession planning. That's also another factor that's driving more smarter ways of uh, operating back office and looking at holistically how we are going to manage all of our client data, and but also looking at、uh, different ways of pivot. More nimbly and in the agile way to the changing wealth requirements from our clients. So I think moving forward,、uh, vendors in the vendor community we're also looking for more holistic ways of working with each other,、uh, providing more sustainable integrated、uh, solution platform for all of、uh, our advisors. Yep, I think that sounds a lot like what you and I chat about, sort of like the Amazonification of everything. You know, speaking of which,、Indeed. this whole client experience. I know you've got some great points of view there. What can you tell us about Laserfish? How that helps advisors with their client experience delivery? Sure. In fact, I think、uh, traditionally Laserfish has been the anchor component for supporting a lot of the back office. So anywhere from、uh, new client onboarding to onboarding advisors integrated into the workforce to accounts payable to a lot of the contract management. Now, with a more nimble licensing model, we are looking at making all those wonderful workflow automation capabilities traditionally available in the back office more visible and accessible for the clients that advisors are serving today. So that means that we are looking for ways of pushing the data collection, form submission directly online, more accessible for clients, so that they don't have to come to advisor's office. Uh, to bring the trust document, bank statements, and all the other information to be able to open an account, they can simply submit directly from a secure online form、uh, through Laserfish platform, and also they can submit the digital signature directly online with our integration. At the back end, advisors will get will be given automated the notifications regarding all the actions happened on the client side. And be able to track their subsequent actions more responsibly, and so the end result we're hoping that advisor-client relationship will become more integrated, more transparent, especially during the onboarding process, to ultimately helping everyone achieve a much better productivity through this more integrated approach. Yep, totally agree with you, hundred、uh, percent. I mean, there's this. Also, other emerging tech that's coming out. We've heard a lot about artificial intelligence, AI. You know, is it a buzzword? Is it、uh, really going to change how things are done? Where do you think we are with AI, and how does that filter into the Laserfish platform? AI is very much a reality. In fact, among if we look around, there are so many artificial intelligence-enabled technology already happening in our world. I mean, the AI itself. I think in the next, especially the near term, we're going to see a larger adoption of specific machine learning capability in the way that we process documents, especially in 
our world content-centric technology, we have seen a lot of adoption of AI in identifying what type of documents we're currently looking at. So instead of having a clerical resource dedicated for sorting incoming documents, whether through an email attachment or through an online form submission, we can use AI to identify the type of documents, sort them, put them into the right folder, and initiate the right actions and subsequent tasks. So that is just a one simple application of artificial intelligence and the machine learning, in, especially on the onboarding scenario. And AI can also be utilized in use cases such as GDPR and the personal privacy protection policy moving forward. So we will be releasing several use cases where AI will be able to identify very sensitive sensitive client data, such as social security number, their financial data, their personal mailing addresses and credit card information. So that uh, information such as this can be auto-redacted moving forward to protect uh, client privacy. So this is a, this is a, those are just a couple of uh, simple ways of using AI on document-centric processes. But AI is a wonderful technology that I am optimistic of seeing much greater, wider, and intelligent adoption of uh, such technology for doing our business. That's great. I think you're absolutely right. You know, it's definitely an emerging tech and, you know, the forward platforms are definitely bringing it in to the forefront. So that's great to hear from the laser fish point of view. So what are some of the other big macro trends that you're looking at? Does it have to do with succession planning or the next generation of advisor or what else is sort of, you know, creeping into how you're thinking about your tech strategy for the wealth management space? Sure. I think we're definitely seeing a huge generational shift. And it's definitely under our underway. And the needs and the preferences of clients are shifting uh, quickly. And it's accelerated by COVID-19, I have to say, that uh, the operation is going to be digitized quickly by wealth firms are still operating on the paper format, right? I mean, so for those firms who are still taking in information on paper, this work from home is just going to put their business on halt. So we definitely see a lot of accelerated needs to examining businesses' digitization readiness and getting ready for the next wave of uh, running the business uh, tailored to a very different clientele. So I would say that we have already passed a point of no return because of the current situation that we're we're having. And also we talked about the robo-advisor is, is really the onset of a new generation of using advanced technology, especially taking advantage of the big data and the analytics and the weighing further for digital, further digital transformation. So I am looking at uh, that uh, both in wealth management and uh, private banking industry specifically, the level of the digital transformation in terms of how they service their clients, how they run the back office, how they meet the compliance mandates, going to be drastically different in the next decade. Yep, yep, very good. I think that's a good spot. Um, so as we look out into 2020, what else can we see from Laserfish? What's going to be um, hitting the um, news wires in terms of new products, new platforms, new initiatives, new services for 2020? To enable much faster adoption of digital transformation, 
At Laserfish, we're looking at uh, packaging more of uh, the current tools and uh, make it a much easier adoption for advisors who are looking at how to revamp their current ways of operation. So that means, uh, for example, we're, we're offering tools more in a solution package that couple with both services and the cloud-based features in a much easier installation process for advisory firms. Laserfish Vault, as an example, is our first attempt. We are covering a lot of the cloud-based features for records management, retention, which is certified by the Department of Defense with uh, auto audit reports and uh, legal services for designated third party. And we package all those services and features together based off of uh, Amazon Web Services Cloud Security to the advisory firms who wanted to create that accurate and secure system record to support the SEC compliance requirement. So this is one example we are looking at packaging a solution. And moving forward, we are also looking at so many different process automation requirements. And so hopefully most of the solution will be downloadable in a wizard-driven type of package so that instead of figuring out what sort of a workflow components and the diagram that might be looking at, we're going to do 80% of the work for the advisory firms in terms of designing that workflow, creating the workflow templates, creating the document folder structure and the subsequent metadata so that all they need to do is to install the solution package and configure the rest of 20% before they can see the results of their workflow automation investment. So that is something that we're actively working on right now. And we're hoping to bring the first round of solution package to the market as soon as later this year. That sounds great. You know, obviously we're in nomination season in terms of the Wealth Management Wealthy Awards. Any sneak peek into what Laserfish might be um, bringing to um, September? Anything that you want to share with us? Yes, so I feel the wings a little bit on Laserfish Vault, and Laserfish Vault is definitely going to be nominated for Best Document Management for the Wealth Management Industry Awards in 2020. And we just released the Laserfish Vault Solution Package at the beginning of this year, and we're already seeing a tremendous adoption. And I can share some really wonderful news that we see that Laserfish Vault is not only being adopted by wealth management, but banking, insurance. We're also seeing some really interesting inquiries from neighboring industries, but also highly regulated industries such as education, government, and other commercial industries. So who also face a very similar demand for creating a secure and accurate system record. So I'm just uh, very glad to see that uh, solutions like this could be benefiting such a wide range of requirements across industries and that further secured our confidence in providing the best document management, best uh, secure records management solutions to the industry. Well, that sounds fantastic. I look forward to seeing all and learning more about the Laserfish Vault. So um, that wraps it up for today. I want to thank Linda for joining us on the Wealth Tech Podcast. Linda, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Tim. And I wish everyone out there a healthy and a safe period of time.
This content has been made for information and educational purposes only. The views and opinions represent the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of wealthmanagement.com.